0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Darryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Hezekiah sends his staff to inquire of the prophet Isaiah, who tells them that God will defeat the Assyrians. This encourages Hezekiah to pray. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Kings chapter 19 on Simply the Bible. When you receive really bad news, what do you do?
0: To whom do you go to for help? King Hezekiah of Judah had just received some really bad news. The king of Assyria had already conquered many fortified cities of Judah and now his field commander was laying siege to Jerusalem. He threatened to wipe them out as they had wiped out many other nations if they would not surrender. There seemed to be no way out. No other nation had been able to withstand the mighty king of Assyria. Hezekiah was in a desperate situation and there was no one to turn to except the Lord. We continue in Second Kings chapter 19. And so it was when King Hezekiah heard it, that he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. Then he sent Eliakim, who was over the household, Shebna the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said to him, Thus says King Hezekiah This day is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy for the children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. It may be that the Lord your God will hear all the words of the field commander whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to reproach the living God and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. Hezekiah tore his clothes. He put on sackcloth. These were signs of great mourning. And he had no place else to go. So what did he do? He went into the house of the Lord. Many times when we receive bad news, we go every place else. We call the doctor. We call the lawyer. We call our friends. We call our pastor. We post it on Facebook. But do we go to the Lord? Hezekiah was not a priest. He could not go into the sanctuary of the Lord. He could only go into the court outside the sanctuary as far as the altar of burnt offering. We, on the other hand, through the blood of Jesus Christ, may enter into the most holy place. We can come boldly to the throne of grace to find mercy and help in our time of need. But is that what we do? Not only did Hezekiah go into the house of the Lord, he also sent Eliakim, Shebna, and the elders of the priests covered in sackcloth to the prophet Isaiah. Now, this is the first time Isaiah is mentioned in 2 Kings. Hezekiah had brought about great spiritual reforms to Judah, but he realized that this may not have been enough to turn the tide of judgment that was coming upon Judah for the sins of King Ahaz, hezekiah's father obviously god had allowed the assyrians to conquer over 40 fortified cities in judah something was going on so hezekiah sent this delegation to humbly seek the word of the lord through isaiah when things go wrong we ought to always seek the lord and listen to his voice we ask him to search our hearts and show us any evil way that may be in us and while not every bad circumstance is due to sin, sometimes bad things do happen as a result of sin. How can we know except to ask the Lord? Now, as Hezekiah sent this delegation to Isaiah, he gave them a message. He said to Isaiah, this is a day of trouble. It's hard to imagine more trouble than the world-conquering Assyrians at your gate, threatening to destroy your city. He said, this is a day of rebuke. Hezekiah saw the hand of the Lord in this chastening of his people. Third, Isaiah said this was a day of blasphemy. The field commander had spoken blasphemous words against the Lord, placing him on the same level as the gods of the nations that were merely idols made of wood and stone. And Hezekiah said, This is like a child that comes to the point of birth but cannot be born. Hezekiah used this illustration. The baby moves into the birth canal, but the mother lacks the strength to push and deliver her child. Thus, what should have brought great joy instead brings great anguish. Likewise, there had been so much hope and anticipation in bringing spiritual revival to Judah. Now there was grievous disappointment. And so Hezekiah said that it could be that the Lord will hear these blasphemous words that the field commander has said. So Isaiah, lift up your prayer to the Lord on behalf of the remnant of the faithful ones in Judah. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah and Isaiah said to them, Thus you shall say to your master, Thus says the Lord, do not be afraid of the words which you have heard with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Surely I will send a spirit upon him and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. So Isaiah returned King Hezekiah's inquiry with a word of encouragement. How often... When we go to the Lord seeking him, we've got some big trouble that we're bringing to him and we just humbly come before the Lord and say, God, just here's the situation, you know, and how often does the Lord encourage us through the comfort of his word? Now, Isaiah said, don't be afraid of the words that you've heard as the king of Assyria has blasphemed me. I will send a spirit upon him. The Lord had the power to put thoughts into the mind of the king of Assyria, which is what he was going to do. You know, Proverbs 21.1 says, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. Sometimes we can look at those in authority, whether it's a king or president or whomever, and we get all impressed with what they say and do and think. But, you know, ultimately God can control them however he wants to do. And that's why we need to pray for our leaders. He's going to hear a rumor, the Lord said, and he's going to return to his own land. And there he will fall by the sword. God was going to take care of this situation. God was going to take care of the king of Assyria. Why? Because Hezekiah had placed his trust completely In the Lord. And once we can do that, trust the Lord, and we hear from the Lord that the Lord is going to take care of the situation. My, oh my, what a marvelous place of surrender that is, just realizing that God is in control and that God has it. Then the field commander returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he heard that he had departed from Lachish. And the king heard concerning Terheka. King of Ethiopia, look, he has come out to make war with you. So he again sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Thus you shall speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Look, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by utterly destroying them, and shall you be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered those whom my fathers have destroyed? Gozan and Haran and Rezeph and the people of Eden who were in Telassar. Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad, and the king of the city of Sepharvaim, Hena and Iva? These are all nations that the Assyrians had destroyed, and and so the message that was sent to Hezekiah through a delegation was. Don't think that you're going to be saved. Don't let your God deceive you in thinking that you're going to be delivered from the king of Assyria. No God has been able to deliver his people from the hand of the king of Assyria. So what had happened was the field commander returned and found that the king of Assyria was now in another skirmish. What had happened was the king of Ethiopia, Terheka, had come into the Philistine area and was now coming into Judah. And so he was going to have two wars on his hands. He had to deal with the Ethiopians on one hand, and he had the siege of Jerusalem on the other, and he didn't want to have two fronts. So he departed from the siege against Jerusalem. But the threefold message that was sent to Hezekiah in a letter was, number one, don't let God deceive you thinking that he's going to deliver you. Number two, look what the Assyrian kings have done to the nations and their gods before you. And number three, has any God been able to deliver their people from the hand of the king of Assyria? So again, it was a very intimidating letter, threatening that, look, we'll be back. Don't you think that you're done with us yet? Because we're going to take you down. And Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord God of Israel, the one who dwells between the cherubim, you are God, you alone. Of all the kingdoms of the earth, you have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. And hear the words of Sennacherib which he has sent to reproach the living God. Truly, Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste the nations and their lands and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore, they destroyed them. Now, therefore, O Lord, our God, I pray, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are the Lord God, you alone. Hezekiah did something very wise here. He took this letter and he spread it out before the Lord. And that's what we need to do when we come across problems that are just too much for us. We just need to spread them out before the Lord. Tell the Lord about the problem, the circumstances. Yes, he already knows, but he wants us to cast it all on him. That's what Peter says, casting your cares on him because he cares for you. And then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. He said, you're the Lord God, creator of all. You are God of the universe. You can handle this. And I think that's what's so important when we are overwhelmed with a problem as we come and begin to praise the Lord and remind ourselves just who we are dealing with and how powerful he is. He's so much greater than the problems that we have. Hezekiah said, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see. Yes, it's true. The Assyrians have conquered the nations. Hezekiah couldn't deny that fact. And they had destroyed the gods of the nations. But Hezekiah said they were not true gods. They were simply made of wood and stone idols. Not like you, Lord, the God of heaven and earth, the only sovereign living God. So he said, save us from the hand of the king of Assyria. And the last thing that Hezekiah said, which I think is so great, glorify your name. You know, that's what we need to remember that in all the circumstances that come our way, whether they're good or bad, God is seeking the glory of his name and he's seeking our ultimate good. And sometimes it's hard to see where our ultimate good comes in. But if we will take that before the Lord, spread it out and say, Lord, glorify your name through this problem. I'm going to trust in you and I cast it upon you. Then we shall see the Lord undertake on our behalf.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at CalvaryTV.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where the Lord answers Hezekiah through the prophet Isaiah. He speaks against King Sennacherib of Assyria and then does something no one expects. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2nd Kings on Simply the Bible.